down as a lion, as a lion who shall, who shall rise him. Blessed is he who blesses you, and cursed is he who curses you. Stronger prophecy than any of the previous ones. Then Balak's anger is, you know, we're getting no place. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to drill that into you that, yeah, he was getting nowhere. What's going on here? Balak's anger was aroused against Balaam and he struck his hands together and Balak said to Balaam, I called you to curse my enemies and look, you have bountifully blessed them these three times. Now therefore, flee to your place. I said I would greatly honor you, but in fact the Lord has kept you back from honor. That's Balak's honor. And Balaam said to Balak, did I not also speak to your messengers whom you sent to me saying, if Balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold, I could not go beyond the word of the Lord to do good or bad of my own will what the Lord says that I must speak. And now indeed I am going to my people Come and I will advise you what this people will do to your people in the latter days. And so, so here comes the, the fourth prophecy, the, the word of the Lord, the oracle of the Lord. What is that? Is when you open your mouth and what comes out is the words that God puts in your mouth as you're speaking. the utterance of Balaam, the son of Beor, the utterance of the man whose eyes are open, the utterance of him who hears the words of God and has the knowledge of the Most High, who sees the vision of the Almighty, who falls down with eyes wide open. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob. By the way, this is read at Christmas time a lot of times, folks. A scepter shall rise out of Israel. Someone's going to rule. Prophet, by the way, a false prophet prophesying the coming of the Messiah? That's what this is. Coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Balaam prophesied it. A scepter will rise out of Egypt and batter the brow of Moab and destroy all the sons of Tumult. And Edom shall be a possession. Seir also, his enemies, shall be a possession. And they're, they're, you know, Israel is going to come in and is going to own it. While well, Israel does valiantly, verse 19, out of Jacob. One shall have dominion, that's the Messiah, and destroy the remains of the city. Then he looked on Amalek, and he took up his oracle and said, Amalek was the first among the nations and shall be last until he perishes. Then he looked on the Kenites, and he took up this oracle and said, Firm is your dwelling place, and your nest is in the rock. Nevertheless, 
Cain shall be burned. How long until Asher carries you away captive? Then he took up his oracle and said, Alas, who shall live when God does this? But ships shall come from the coast of Cyprus, and they shall afflict Asher and afflict Eber or Heber. So shall Amalek until he perishes. So Balaam arose, departed to, and returned to his place. Balak also went his way. Point I am making. Have you watched TV and seen people minister? And in ministry, uh, maybe they do a laying on of hands and, and people fall under the power. Have you ever seen that? Um, yeah. Uh, I've done that. Um, I remember one time a group laying their hands on me and I was sick and the sickness, their prayer drove the sickness right out of the top of my head. I can remember a lady who was suicidal. She, she, some demons there. I, you know, I may have mentioned this before. Cast them out in the name of Jesus. All right, what's going on here? And all these things, and I, I could give you a, a long list of miracles that I've seen in my lifetime. Things that have happened The power of God coming on us and power of God doing things. But let me tell you, it is not good for people to go seeking this stuff because it's a little bit like Balaam. Do you remember Jimmy Swigert? Do you remember Jimmy Baker? Do re and then you make a long Elmer Gantry and, you know, from each generation to the next. There's always people out there and people say, well, you know, they're just pretending to do miracles. And I say, no, they're not just pretending that God can actually do these things through these people, but that does not make them truly called and that that does not make them right with God and what they are doing is a true thing, but who they are is a false thing, a false prophet. Balaam prophesied the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, but he was a false prophet. Now this looks like the end of the story. Let me tell you, this is just a high point. This is just to say that God's capacity to use somebody that's not in the right place, God can use in amazing ways people that are in the night in, in, that are in the wrong place. I, I've, many days I feel like sort of the, you know that's the, the 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 man that that is leading our nation is sort of in that category. You know, can God use them? Well, yeah. Does that make him right with God? I don't think so. And so you test everything. 
everything. And you become skeptical. And you say, Sandy, you, you know, you laid your hand on, on somebody and they fell under the power. The power of God came down. Power, and there the person goes on the floor and they're laying, and they're unconscious for a while and then they sort of come to and they're praying. You know what? Be skeptical of that. I tell you to be skeptical of that. Because that is not neither the validity nor the, the signifying thing that this is genuine. No, no, no. And you, and you turn to God who is able to take you out of sin and unless the ministry is calling you out of sin, regardless of what happens, is go ahead and, and, and have it be highly suspect, even to the point where, yeah, you know, David had that guy at the city gate that was railing against David, and they were going to kill him, and David said, no, no, let him be, because, you know, he might be right. <laughs> and somebody could sit out here by the door and say, oh, you know, we can't, we can't stand Pastor Sandy, you know. Well, you know what? He might be right. There are a lot of things that are coming in this world that will be truly miraculous. Does not guarantee that it's the genuine thing. Do you know what happens to Balaam? Where did he really mess up? You sort of heard it back there in the New Testament. You have to go chapter and chapter and chapter and chapter to get the 31. I'm just going to read a little bit in chapter 31. And all of a sudden you can see it. Where Balaam messed up. Turn there. And then we're, and then we're to the end. Chapter 31 of Numbers. Here's what happens. So, and this, so this is a bunch of pages after. <laughs> but they get back around to it. Numbers chapter 31, the, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, take vengeance on Mid the Midianites, that's Balak's people, the Moabites. Afterwards, you shall be gathered to your people. So this is right before they go into the promised land. Moses goes to the top of the mountain and he departs. And Joshua takes over, takes the children of Israel into the promised land, fights Jericho, all right? So Moses spoke to the people saying, arm yourselves, arm some of yourselves for war and let them go against the Midianites to take vengeance for the Lord on Midian. A thousand from each tribe of all the tribes of Israel you shall send to war. So there were recruited from the divisions of, of Israel, 1,000 from each tribe, 12,000 armed for war. Then Moses said to them, uh, sent them to the war, 1,000 from each tribe sent he them to the war with uh, Phinehas, the son of Eleazar the priest, with the holy uh, articles and the signal trumpets in his hand, and they warred against the Midianites just as the Lord commanded Moses, and they killed all the males, and they killed the kings of Midian, with the rest of those who were killed, 
Evi, Echem, Zur, Hur, and Reba, and the five kings of Midian, which included, guess who? Balak. Balaam, the son of Beor, they also killed with a sword because he deserved it. A man, a man that prophesied the coming of Christ, huh, there it is. And the children of Israel took the women of Midian captive with their little ones and took the spoil of all their cattle and all their flocks and all the goods. And they burned with fire all the cities where they dwelt and all their forts. And they took all the spoil and all the booty of man and beast. And they brought the captives and booty and spoil to Moses and Eleazar the priest and to the congregation of the children of Israel to the camp of the plains of Moab by Jordan across from Jericho. And Moses, Eleazar the priest, and all the leaders of the congregation went to meet them outside the camp. But Moses became angry with the officers of the army, with the captains over the thousands and the captains over the hundreds who had come out from the battle. And Moses said to them, have you kept all these women alive? Well, you don't, do you run around and kill women? In this case, Moses believed it was important they do it. Here's why. Look, these women caused the children of Israel through the consul of, ba through the consul of Balaam to trespass against the Lord in the incident of Peor, and there was a plug among the congregation of the Lord. Now therefore, kill every male among the little ones and kill every woman who has known a man intimately, but keep alive for yourself all the young girls. What's going on? Balaam says, I can't prophesy against them, but you know what? I know that if I can inspire, if I can inspire the children of Israel to come over here to these prostitutes and sin, sin against the prostitutes, I know God will get mad at them. And they did, and they get to the point where they get, there was a plague. And Balaam was able to raise up the wrath of God against the children of Israel. Couldn't prophesy against them. But his heart was after the money, was after the honor. He was covetous. He was driven by all the wrong motives, not unto the glory of God, the God he was meeting with. And so it, is it possible for good church people to get sidetracked into the wrong thing, say the right thing, teach the right thing, but in their heart, headed the wrong direction. Hey. And that's what the false teaching of Balaam is all about, is inspiring others to sin against the Lord. Father in heaven, we're in a day that some people know that there is marvelous things come from your hand by the Holy Spirit. 
marvelous things that people pray down. And even some of the prayers we have prayed can be to dramatic effect. And yet, Lord, the real question is, though we speak with tongues of men of angels and have not love, the love of Christ in our hearts, Lord, there's something really wrong. And so get us back to the real thing, the real thing, Lord, being right with you, pursuing righteousness, abhorring sin. Lord, may we, have a, may we be detested by any sin and all sin and a sin that so easily besets us. Help us, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I pray that you take these words. May it be an agent of helping us sort through things in our own hearts. Thank you, Father. I pray it in Jesus' name.